Welcome to The Brooke Taylor Show. This is episode number 245, Losing Weight After 40, Hormones, Healthy Habits, and Met Pro with Coach Kat. And now, here's your host, Brooke Taylor. Hello and welcome to the program. It feels good to be back in the studio to be with you. And although my weekly podcast is retired for the time being, I did promise to pop in from time to time for some special bonus episodes. And today is very special, though it is a challenge. Going from a weekly show format to just a handful of times a year is hard because there's so much to share, especially liturgically speaking. You know, we enter now the month of Holy Souls. There is so much. Every month brings this richness, but I have definitely missed that aspect. And in fact, what I will do is link up some of my favorite past episodes from the month of November from an Irish retreat with Brother Richard, who is near Dublin, as he talks about the thin place and how the Irish observe the month of November, to Sister Teresa Alethea Noble. She is a former atheist turned Catholic nun who really has been given the charism of Memento Mori, Remember Your Death, which our faith teaches is actually life-giving and being fully alive, fully present. And there's also an interview with Father Joseph Fessio on a similar theme. So I will put all of those together, kind of like a goodie basket of links, and have that for you in my show notes. And the fun part is that today is not the only bonus episode. I have at least one more coming up and we'll give you the details on that because it wasn't initially planned, but I've had so many questions about my recent health journey that I wanted to share what I've learned and give you a chance to hear from the experts. So that's what we're going to do today. That's what today's show is about. I am lifting the lid on my pursuit of health. It started as a private endeavor. I knew I was unhealthy. I didn't feel like myself. I was tired all the time, low energy. I had picked up weight despite working out regularly, though I knew part of that was some of my own bad habits. But all of it, my mood swings, pretty intense, no matter how determined I was. It just seemed like I was in PMS purgatory every month. And even issues with my memory. You know, we make jokes like the blonde jokes, but after a while, it's it's not so funny after so many times. And every morning, I would wake up, I would know in my heart that his mercies are new, God is providing, that I can choose how to respond to not feeling great by either letting it make me feel depressed or choose to choose hope and joy, names of both of my books. We have that choice. But then there was the reality that I didn't actually have to not not feel good. I could actually do something about that. And maybe this is something for the moms out there. As a parent, I will say it was not even really on my radar to fix myself like that. I'm used to being tired, so I don't even really know what's kind of a normal threshold for energy anyway. And I'm a caregiver, so all of my resources and all of my energy go into those priorities that I have. So I just want to start there because I realize now that that way of thinking is not properly ordered. I should have been working smarter and not harder, (laughs) not just assuming that I was supposed to not feel like myself or be okay with feeling bad every day. So that was one lesson that I learned. And I think we'll talk about that today. I knew also that I probably had some hormone deficiencies. I'm 44. That's right in the age of perimenopause before menopause. And that could be a decade long. And it's not something that I grew up hearing my mom talk about. I never heard her say perimenopause. I still am learning a lot about it and in what that actually means. And that's why I'm excited to dedicate an entire episode just about that on the next show. Because that does 
play into things like cravings and feeling not ourselves. And then the nutrition. I knew I could eat better if I wanted to, but that's a tough one too. You know, I might have three or four days of clean eating and then just really overindulge on the weekends and almost feel powerless over any sort of consistency with my nutrition. So all of these things were at play. And so around June of this year, I was at my lowest point physically. And again, this is private. It's not something that I would normally share, but I think it's an important part of the story. What I'm about to say is I actually went in with my husband for a consultation to get a breast reduction because of the extra weight that I was carrying and how painful it was, especially around my cycle. But before that step, before we took that step, because it turns out that I qualified, I I could qualify for insurance to cover this. But before I did surgical intervention, I decided to try two things and it changed everything. And I wish that I would have known sooner. I wish that someone would have told me, but God in his goodness led me to the right people at the right time and I was ready for it. So based on hearing from so many others kind of in the same boat, that this information is helpful to pass along, to share, to interiorize ourselves. And as a Catholic woman, we know, I know the importance of a natural approach. Our body lays out a story every month. And through this process, I've realized there are a lot of other Others whose body is telling them a story <laughs> that something needs to change. And so the first thing was that I saw my friend Marna Revlock. She is a nurse practitioner, a grad of Franciscan University of Steubenville with about 25 years of experience. And she opened her own practice focusing on bioidentical hormones. A part of me just assumed that hormone or hormone replacement therapy was something just for women in menopause. I didn't know that. And hormone replacement therapy is completely different than bioidentical. So we'll get into that. You have to do your own research. You have to talk to your own practitioner. But I do want to get Marna on because I think it's so important. And so that's the preview of the next bonus episode after today's show. But bioidentical means just that the structure of the hormone is identical to what your body makes. So there again, I knew that I likely had some deficiencies going on, but it was still hard to take that leap go get the labs, sit with her, make those changes. But doing that was one of the biggest game changers that I have had in years, many years. And again, this is an entire show in and of itself. So I just want to leave you with that for now. And on the next episode, Marna will join me and we are going to dig into more about that. So even now, if you have any questions, please send me an email, shoot me a text, a DM, and we'll get into that more on the next episode. So that's number one. So number two, the second thing that I did is something called MetPro. It stands for Metabolic Profiling. MetPro is, so it's a concierge nutrition, fitness, lifestyle coaching program. I heard about it years ago, and that's what we're going to focus on on today's show. So let me just start by reading from the website, a little bit of the description. It is an advanced methodology created by transformation specialist Angelo Poli that analyzes a person's specific response to a diet and activity and adjusts based on their personal needs and goals. It has allowed Poli and his highly respected team to quickly redirect his clients in the direction they will personally see the greatest results. He has trained Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers and has a long list of notables. So back in 2019, I looked into doing this for Jim, for my husband, because Jim has tried everything 
over the years under the sun. And up to that point, it had been really difficult for him to maintain a a healthy body weight. And since MetPro really focuses on unlocking the metabolism, and that's a lifelong change, it was something that I knew would help Jim. Well, then COVID hit. And you heard him. If you you heard him on the podcast, he talked last year, seen pictures about his own transformation. It flipped a switch in 2020. He ended up losing 60 pounds. He's kept it off. And then I started thinking, well, maybe MetPro is actually something for me to try. And that's how it came about. But I will be honest with you, when I say that I first heard about it years ago and looked into it in 2019, it's an investment. So that for me was like, I would never spend that kind of money on myself. Going back to what I shared about correcting my hormones, I just think, why did I wait so long? Why did I hesitate? It has made such a tremendous difference in the quality of life and how I feel and therefore impacting our entire family. I've lost close to 10 pounds, but I think the biggest thing that has been noticeable for me is just body composition, like where my triceps were a bit flabby, they they are now tight and toned. And at the top of the show where I was sharing about the discomfort in, in my chest, that is totally gone now, not just because of the hormone correction, although that is a big part of it, but because there is less mass there. And I cannot overstate how incredible it feels to see progress, but more than anything to feel it and to think that that surgery was unnecessary. Like I am so glad that it didn't happen because it allowed me to pursue something that was waiting there all along. And so today's episode is going to be passing on health hacks, hopefully helping you get motivated to feel your best, maybe even join Matt Pro if that's for you. I want to give you all of the information. And if all you do is just listen that for the rest of the day and going forward that you feel a new motivation, that you have some good takeaways to apply right here and now, and that you feel good because God gave us this one life, our one body, and, and we want to be able to rejoice, to dance, to feel good. So my Met Pro coach is here and she has made a huge difference in my health transformation. So this is what today is all about. Sitting down, having an opportunity to introduce you, have an interview with Kat and explain more. So let's jump in. So pleased to welcome to the program my coach from MetPro, Kat. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. I gave a little overview of the concept, also the mission, but as a coach... You can speak to the living proof, I think also the challenges as well, but you work with clients every day. This is your gift. This is something you've done and been called to and witnessed. So could you kind of give us the full scoop? So right out of the box, I have a three-part question for you. What is MetPro? How mm-hmm. does it work? And how did you get involved? Sure. Okay. So simply put, MetPro is a metabolic rehab system. So I say that because it is not a diet. We're not like a challenge or cleanse or anything like that. It's a rehabilitative program. And that's important because just like in the same way that you would potentially go to the doctor, if you had something going on and and you just, you needed to get it addressed, right? You would go to the doctor, you'd talk with them about your symptoms. They would probably be like, hey, we need to run some tests. They would run those tests, collect that data. And then you guys would work together to create the appropriate treatment plan. And then once you're done with that treatment plan, then you go into a maintaining, right? And if it happens again, then you pop back in, right? So it's the same kind of thing um, where we collect initial data 
um, and establish what's called your, it's, it's your baseline testing phase. And so we're basically, those are our labs, right? So we're, we're running, um, we're running things to create some data, some analytics, we're speaking together about like anecdotal stuff, um, texting back and forth, right? It gives me an idea, a snapshot of where your metabolism is currently. And then what, what we're looking at when we take into account your body type, your goals, and then, you know, like lifestyle and athletics, if that's, um, if that's appropriate. And so every person is going to have different factors, right? All of us are unique individuals, um, males, females, um, have had children, have not had children, um, the age that we are, time of life, stress, body type. There are just so many things that come into play. Diet history, people that have been chronically under eating um, versus people that have been chronically overeating. Um, worker outers, workoutaholics, and people that are sedentary. I work with everybody, like everyone. I have clients that are, you know, sedentary, perhaps they're obese, perhaps they're coming back from an illness, perhaps they just were never educated on how to work out or do anything. And then I've got athletes that are, you know, ultra marathoners or, you know, um, professional athletes, um, and then other clients that just simply have health or aesthetic goals. So we collect the data and then we move forward with the plan that's appropriate for them. Um, we work through a protocol, right? So the things that you do with me, with a coach are gonna be very different than what like everyday maintenance will look like when you get to a place that you feel safe and supported and you know, like you're confident to go out on your own basically. Um, and, and so a lot of people will be like, you know, this, I can't, I can't make these adjustments all the time in normal life or it's very, very different when you're working with a coach, I'm running you through ups and downs. Maybe we're down adjusting, maybe we're up adjusting, you know, maybe I'm asking you to do a certain amount of workouts or exercise or track your, your, um, you know, your caloric expenditure when you're, you're working out. Um, but then when you transition off, it looks like, okay, well, we've done the repair, your metabolism is in a much better place, you feel confident, you feel in control of um, what's going on, you know, your body is responding to the demands that you're asking of it, whether that be health wise or physically, and then you maintain and it's a very easy thing to maintain, you know, normal caloric kind of uh, intake for the average American is about 2000 calories or recommended is 2000 calories. So, you know, looking at females in the 2000, range and, and males um, above that, obviously, but I mean, it's very easy, very manageable. We just teach you better lifestyle eating and health habits overall. And that point right out of the gate that you made that I think is so important that it's not a diet program. And I'm sure there are many clients that have to go through a diet deconstructing in their mind. I did. And I know you were the recipient of my text with that because I wasn't seeing a tremendous loss on the scale. One of the protocols is that we 
weigh ourselves every morning, which is so good. It's not obsessive. I find that it's actually very healthy in terms of accountability because for many years, I didn't want to go by that measure. I wanted to just see how I felt, see how my clothes fit. I want, you know, We all want to be healthy, but that is a, an important ingredient in that. And because I wasn't seeing tremendous loss on the scale, I just assumed that I wasn't working the program properly. And you were assuring me, no, it doesn't work like that. And you talked there about healing your metabolism. So it is different. And can you kind of take us into that? Because it's an enigma. It's different than what we've heard, I think, before. Sure, a hundred percent. So, to your point of uh, scale and you know, scale victories, non-scale victories. So, each person is going to be different, and and each protocol is actually going to be different. So, for some clients, I actually don't have them weigh in at all, and then other clients, I do. And so, for the clients that really can embrace it as an account an accountability aspect or piece, then then I do a hundred percent. Other clients, I'll just be like, hey, great, send me pictures every week, so I just can see what's going on, and then you let me know how it's going because maybe mentally that's not like a great place for them to be, right? So, it really is personalized and catered to each individual. There are going to be so many different ways that we can really look at success on this program. Some individuals will have so much metabolic damage, right? They've been chronically under eating, they're not putting in enough and then trying to ask a lot out of their body. People only look at like, well, I need to eat this much so that I can go on my run or whatever it is. Well, your body has other things that it needs to do, right? Like you have to think, like you have to move throughout the day, like you have organs that need to work, you have hormone that needs to be, you know, processed or produced from the fat, right? Like you have things that your body has to do that you need to put food in for, even if you're not doing anything athletic whatsoever. And so we have to be able to look at things like, it's not just a food in, food out type of a situation. It's creating the optimum caloric intake, the correct combinations and the correct foods that are going to better your overall health. And then you will see the advantage of that across so many areas of your life. You know, people always will say, well, you know, how did you get into this and what's your favorite thing? Well, I got into it for a very different reason. I was a competitive weightlifter. So I needed to make a weight class. I have always been a smaller female. I competed at 116 pounds, 53 kilos. I was an Olympic weightlifter, but I walked around normally in between like 121, 125. And so I had to cut a lot of weight to make my weight class to compete. Well, I initially was doing that in a really unhealthy way, right? It's the way that we're all taught cut food out. Like you want to lose weight, cut out food. So, you know, and it's I the extremes, go, you know, I know yeah. with wrestlers or a lot of sports and you really get into that a lot. I think during your teenage years, not everyone, but there are habits that we can pick up that deprive and deplete what our systems need. So it's really interesting because seeing your picture, it is like jaw dropping when someone, okay, <laughs> you are meant to be a coach, you know, just your physique, <laughs> your body composition, but that's such a great point. So even you went through that as well. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I was a dancer. So obviously, there's not a lot of eating going on there, right? Like, and, and I was very, very, very skinny in an unhealthy place at that time when I was very young. And I fortunately, you know, I, I saw that my health was declining on my own. And so I made a choice to leave dance and to 
move into a different um, sport per se. Um, I started doing CrossFit. Um, and at that time, there was very, very few people doing it. And so it was like a mostly men. And that pressure of like, be skinny wasn't there. And so I was just having fun being athletic and started eating better and then became more educated on food, um, nutrition to fuel my sport and then had a different like mindset about it instead of depriving myself. So I looked a certain way. It was fueling myself so that I could do something that I really wanted to do. And so then when it moved into the arena of making weight, I was a little fearful that like perhaps it would trigger like the, you know, not eating or whatever. Um, and I didn't do it in the best way that I could, but it wasn't unhealthy. And But I was still was not yielding the results that I needed. I was taking away a ton of my performance because I was not eating enough to fuel my performance, but I was making weight. So that's how I met Angelo. And um, that was about 2014, I believe. And um, And I started working with him and he took me through you know, my competitions and my cuts. And I ended up being um, the world champion in that weight class. Wow. Um, and and I felt good and I could come out of it in a very safe way. I, I had like other things happening. I would like compete at that weight class, but then coming out of competition and moving back to my normal weight, a bunch of things were happening to my body that, that weren't good. And so so, you know, he really helped me with that, not just the making weight, but then reversing out of that and building up in weight. Because, you know, like, I, I like the weight that I walk around at, like, I like to have some curve to my body, but I was more competitive at the lower weight class. Um, and so that's and you, how I got into it. And you mentioned that we all know food is fuel, but mm -hmm. even all fuel isn't the same. We all know protein, and I think generally speaking, stay away from processed foods. But here again, and I'll probably say this half a dozen times, that's why I think MetPro is so effective because men and women are different. And as you already recapped, the clients that you work with are so different. Women are so biodiverse from each other. And that's mm -hmm. why I think no one diet program works for everyone. There's so many out there and there are different challenges as we age, which we have to consider. Yeah. And, and that's why just counting calories alone might not be enough to keep you trim because ostensibly there's a whole host of other things going on, which is what this episode is really all about. You know, when you turn 40, you begin to lose muscle mass. That was something new that I had learned when I turned 40, but then also perimenopause. And that was something at the top of the show that I shared and the impact of that. And the, the middle age spread is what it's called. Stop yeah. the spread where you begin to gain weight in your abdominal area for women and hips particularly. Even for those who haven't had that issue in the past or who regularly exercise or fast, it absolutely is important, I think, to look at each person and because you're you're treating that individual based on their unique needs. Like I yes. learned fasting is not good for me. And going back to the idea, I want you to talk a little bit with regards to, because one of the things that I've learned on MetPro is that concept of owning your weight. So mm -hmm. it might look like a win if we, like what I was coming into thinking, I just want to drop a bunch of weight or I, I'm doing a smoothie diet or I'm doing keto or something and I lost pounds, but we don't really own that weight because mm -hmm. it hasn't actually changed our metabolism, meaning that when we go back to eating the way that we were before, it's just going to 
come back yep. again. Um, but on this program, you can still maintain that low weight wherever you are while eating the same calories. And that means you own that weight. And I don't even know if I'm explaining it, but can you? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Weight? So a couple things you mentioned, um, you know, transitioning into different phases of your life. That's really important to own because I feel like a lot of people now, um, there's always the, what's going to keep me younger, or I want to look like I did then, or I want to do the things that I did then, et cetera, et cetera. Right. We move through different phases of life and we're blessed with different things at different times of our life. And so I used to be a very competitive Olympic weightlifter. Then I became a mother and I was actually training to do a second competitive year. That's a big flip, right? Like I was pregnant with my son. Um, so transitioning into motherhood. Um, and then I had two other babies back to back on um, after my son. And so that's a really different lifestyle. That doesn't mean that I am not as awesome as I was before as an athlete, right? But I can't have the same expectations that I did then now. So now the needs uh, uh, around my health, right? Or um, my nutrition are different because then I was fueling for a performance aspect. Now I'm fueling for pregnancy. I'm fueling for breastfeeding. I'm fueling to take care of my child. I'm fueling to maintain, you know, a daily work um, kind of, you know, getting the kids places, you know, like getting my workout in, right? My workouts don't look the same, right? So we have to embrace each different area and time of our life. And yes, our body does change. I am 42. So, you know, things are different. And moving into that place where hormones change, your muscle mass naturally decreases. And so your body fat, then the ratio, right, the ratio changes. And so we're not in effect, able to build up the muscle as quickly as we were when we were not in our 40s. Right. And, and along with that comes hormone change. And this is both males and females, right? And so for for females, the progesterone drops at a much more rapid rate than the estrogen. And even though yes, your estrogen does decline when you're heading into menopause, because the progesterone is like dropping like this, you become estrogen dominant. And that can contribute to holding excess weight um, to the um, increase in weight, right? So it's a twofold thing. It's yes, hormonal. Well, it's not just twofold. Yes, it's hormonal. Um, yes, we've got that declination of muscle development, but also people's habits tend to change, right? Like I for sure am not doing the same things that I was doing in my 20s, in my 30s. I'm not lifting like I was, right? Like I'm not um, I'm active, but in different ways. So people's bodies change. Um, your sleep changes. Your stress changes. There are just many, many different things. Like women, after they have a baby, like their body changes, right? Like my body shape now is not the same as it was pre-baby, even though I'm not pregnant, you know? So things contribute um, that are outside of just like, oh, we're getting old. And so we have to be able to to take all of those things into account and make the adjustments that we need to make. Now, 
you said, oh, everybody knows that processed foods are bad and things. not everybody knows that. Like it's, it's something that like some of us think like, well, you should know that, but like not everybody does. So there's an education piece too. What were you raised around? Like what is normal to you? What is healthy in your household? You'd be surprised how many times I will talk to clients and be like, oh, okay, what's a healthy meal to you? And they'll tell me and I'm just like, wow, okay. So because that's what they were raised on, right? Or that's what um, their circumstances dictated. Um, and so it's really the learning, the mindfulness of what's going in our body and how that's gonna affect us, the changes that we need to make as we're, as we're aging, right? We need to, as females, um, bone density is a big thing. We lose bone density. Um, our muscles don't develop as quickly. For males, the declination of testosterone is much, much more gradual. For females, it's like, oh, you stopped ovulating and pop, all of your hormones are out of whack, right? Like, it's not like that for males. And so that's why it's such a change, you know, during that time. I really so, appreciate your your own story that you're sharing, that you talked about your state in life right now, your age, some of the different challenges, because you're speaking to the vast majority yeah. of my own audience that is raising children, that is in the trenches, different ages spanning from college to newborn, a lot of them homeschooling and feeling like it is a luxury to take care of my health. And that's how I felt. And I shared a little bit about that in the top of the show and realizing, no, that's that's not correctly ordered thinking. And yeah. it's really important because the investment made in MetPro, really, I can't put a price tag on. And that's another component is I just thought that with MetPro, it was for the busy corporate adult that was yeah. a CEO yeah. or an athlete. And that I wouldn't be able to justify an investment like that on myself. Like I'm just mom. And then I realized I should have done this so long ago. So, I mean, like I said, I do have professional athletes. I do have people that are maybe in the entertainment industry that have like aesthetic goals. But a lot of my clients are just, they're busy on the go. I'm a lot of parents. I've got military spouses. I know you and I share that in common. There's so many different people. It's it's 18 and up basically. So if anybody that has something that they really need to address with their their health, wellness and nutrition, and I'm so happy that you brought up about that it's a luxury because if, as I feel like, especially as mothers, right? As mothers or parents, we look at like, what do our children need? What does our family need? What does our spouse need? Like, how can I be serving there? And we don't operate that same way with ourselves. We push ourselves to the back because we're busy taking care of everybody. And then we look at it like, oh, well, it's a luxury. But health is health. If you're not taking care of your health, then what good are you going to be later? If you're not setting a good example with what you're doing, then how's that going to trickle down, right? Like if you're putting in your friends or families or whatever in mind that like certain things that are not healthy are okay, then what is that really doing for them? Like how are you taking care of them? How are you upholding um and honoring the gifts that you've been given and and celebrating them in a way that is going to create um you know health and longevity for not only you but for your family um and so it's not a luxury it's something that should be for everyone and yes it is an investment depending on the route that you go um we offer a couple different routes um and 
And even if it's not with MetPro, like just making some healthy changes, that's not a luxury. That's something that, you know, we should all be afforded. And I would say also as wife and mother, I'm the one that makes the meals for my family. And that was one of, we actually had a family meeting about this before I signed up. And it was really quite beautiful because it was a big investment for our family, one that I felt uneasy making, one that my husband really encouraged and that my sons, that my children were really on board with and realized, look, guys, what I'm kind of going like an ambassador, what I learn and what I receive from this, I'm going to bring back and I'm making the meal. So I'm going to be able to make, you know, great protein bowls for the family and all of the yep. things, you know, roast all the vegetables, do all of that. So actually, I think it's great because my husband on his own just got the app. He wanted to do it. He has seen me for the last three months and has lost 60 pounds, but really wants to kind of take it up a notch with in regards mm -hmm. to his metabolism. And he's like, oh my goodness, can you make this for me? Can you do? And so it's kind of nice yeah. because we're a team and a lot of that, and maybe we'll get into it, but it's prepping, prepping, having like a yes. food scale. And there's a great beauty in that too, because I talk a lot about bringing beauty in the home, in the liturgy of your life. And even something like this, knowing that you're giving your family good fuel, that I'm myself giving myself good fuel. And throughout the day, I'm eating more than I ever have, but I'm stopping, I'm slowing down. And it might seem intimidating at first if you enter into the program and you realize, okay, I'm eating this many times, I have to prep this amount, it has to be very specific. But it's just like anything, once you get the hang of it, it just enfolds right into your life and your entire family. And so I think the blessing is actually magnified for everyone. It is 100%. I agree with that. I have a four, three, and a two-year-old, and I fix them and feed them the same things that I fix and feed myself. And you know, while my portions, I mean, I've been doing this for so long that I, I no longer use a food scale because I can look at something and be like, yeah, it's three ounces or whatever it is. But you know, like keeping those portions moderate. Um, and for people that can't weigh and measure or are on the go or whatever, there are other ways that we can absolutely accommodate that. But yes, keeping, um, keeping things, I always say like putting healthy glasses on. So like you're looking through a set of glasses that are geared towards your health. Like what is a healthy portion for you, for your husband, for your children, for, you know, whatever. Um, and then what are the healthy choices and making that the norm and not the um, people will always clients will be like, oh, I had such a hard work day. I just wanted to treat myself to a piece of cake or a glass of wine or something like that. Like that's their treat, right? That's their reward. Um, and not to say that that's not appropriate every once in a while. That's great. Fine. Do it. But but shifting things like, well, why is that like the treat? Like, why is that your reward? Something that's not overall benefiting your entire health. Yes, it does taste good. Fine. But making things that are like fruit, vegetables, you know, some really nice meat, some good fish, right? So the, you know, bounties of the earth, that is the treat. That is the reward. That should be, you know, what is the the thing that makes you feel the best right and so yes it is 100 percent a trickle down effect if you make that the norm then that's the norm like people make fun of me all the time my kids eat um you know hummus my son loves hummus he's four you know my daughter loves edamame 
like they snack on it. They all love, you know, carrots and veggies and tons of fruit and stuff like that. And yeah, every once in a while they have toddler moments where they'll be somewhere and somebody will give them goldfish and they're like way amped on goldfish. <laughs> That's fine. But like, they love the healthy food too, because they don't know that it, there's differences. They just know it's good food. Like that's the good food. That's the food mommy makes for them. And that's, you know, our meal and mama eats it and, and they eat it and it's yummy, you know? So and, creating and that. Especially with the way that our culture is structured, the earlier that we can develop that and realize that we are actually satiated by these healthy foods. They're what our body needs. I noticed, and it could also be in conjunction. And that's why I kind of wanted to be a two-parter because for me personally, everybody's different. And this stage of my life, I feel that getting help with my hormones and also dialing in my nutrition was the greatest way to optimize my health right now that both work together. But I notice that I have so fewer cravings and yes. everybody has their own struggles, oftentimes rooted from that primary early age and how they were raised. And for me, I always had a very fast metabolism. I never really had to worry about it. So I really started to pick up bad habits because it didn't seem to impact me. I could eat like a half a dozen donuts on a Saturday morning or whatever. And I love, so when you say the treat yourself, that is me because, but I remember (laughs) I was a little bit sour because, um, I was trying to justify something. I ate cake or whatever. And you said, look, I said, is that ever going to be an option? Like, I don't get a cheat day. I'm not going to be able to have like cake. And you said, well, if you think that I'm going to put it on there, something that's going to like spike your glycemic index and basically is like junk for your body. No, we're not going to recommend or endorse that. Of course, we all have our days and we you know, want to celebrate birthdays or feast days or whatever. But it helps me analyze the psychology behind why I do what I do, not only for me, but for our family. And that's really important because we know it can add years to our life or it can really negatively impact our quality of life. Absolutely. And I'm really glad that you said that because that is something that I get asked a lot with people on the program. They're like, well, this isn't sustainable. Like we have, you know, social, I've got date nights or, you know, like we, what about like Christmas and stuff like that? We have so many people that try or not try, but they're just like, I can't do this during the holiday. Like I'll talk to you next summer or whatever it is. And I would argue the opposite. Being with a coach during the most challenging times is gonna be the most beneficial because you have that team that support that person there that's holding you accountable. Now, are you gonna be perfect? No, and I don't expect perfection. This is the biggest thing. I tell everybody this, everybody I coach, I coach CrossFit and Olympic lifting, strength and conditioning as well. You know, all my athletes and and just all of my friends. Like, I don't expect perfection. I I want to see progress. And even if that's this much progress, progress is progress, right? So if that day you heard my voice in your head and you were like, I can have a bite, but not the whole thing, and that will be good, you know, then great. That's progress. You know, if it, if it's something where it's like, okay, well, I made the best choices I could in the, in the given circumstances. Great. That's progress. You know, um, if it wasn't the like super hardcore workout, but you got out and did a walk because that's what you could do. That's progress. I'm super happy. Those, all of those things are a sign of success. And I'm really happy that you mentioned basically like non-scale victories because everything is going to be 
um, a victory, not just like, oh, I lost this much weight. We're going to look at a better quality of sleep. Is that happening? Is your mood better? You're female. Like, are your cycles more bearable or tolerable? Are we seeing less symptom around that? Are we seeing, you know, I have clients that are like, and these are my favorite clients. You know, I, I love the ones that do big hair goals. I love that. I love to hear about people PRing and, you know, stuff like that. But my very favorite things are just like, I feel more confident in my skin. You know, I feel healthier. I feel like I have more energy. The aches and pains are gone. My skin has cleared up. I have one client that literally did not go to the bathroom like ever. She went like maybe four times a month. Like, that was it. And for years, like that was her norm. And I'm like, that is not, not healthy. No, I'm like, that's <laughs> not normal girl. And she's like, I don't know. It's just the way that I am. I'm like, Oh goodness. And she goes to the bathroom every day now, every single day. In fact, it was like, it was, she's like one of my favorites, but she, I got, I got her a trophy. We had like a 30 day streak. And so I got her a trophy. <laughs> That's so fantastic because a lot of times we feel alone and that is, I think, a really big component of having someone who's got your back and that is an expert in what they do, which you are. So that's really beautiful to hear because those small things do, like you said, you feel better. You might see the outside picture, but for me, the greatest thing I can say is what's inside, how much better I feel for the first time in years. And I know we're getting short on time and I don't want to forget the strength component. So I wanted to ask you, zeroing in on particularly women over 40, what should they be doing in terms of a fitness regimen? And maybe what should they be doing and what should they not be doing? Sure, sure. So I want to say should not be doing um, nothing. So don't do nothing, do anything really. So it's going to depend on the client. Um, Doing something is better than not doing anything at all. I have clients that literally what I have them do is sit in a chair and march their feet up and down. And that is what they do. Um, I've got, you know, clients where like, okay, every commercial break, you know, I want you to get up and do this or that or whatever. Um, Because they're coming from a very, very sedentary place. They don't have any background in anything else. Now, what's going to be most optimal for females in terms of like hormone, we really want to push that strength training. And when we say strength training, I don't mean bodybuilding. I don't mean like, oh, let's bulk up or whatever. At this point in time in our lives, we're not going to be able to really lift enough to be like, oh, yeah, now I look like a truck. You know, like it's about creating the muscle mass that's going to keep us healthy and keep that um, that fat down. Um, so that we're balancing things out. It's about creating the bone density that we need so that we have the structural integrity as we move through life. So strength training is great. HIIT workouts are great. Circuit training is great. Cross training is great. Now, if you want to get more specific, then that's where you're working with a coach and really honing in on like, well, what is your specific body type? And then I can really focus in on like, okay, these are the types of workouts I want you to do and focus on during this time. Um, but as a general rule, resistance training, bands, you know, stuff like that, um, or weight training, where it's enough load that even like walking with ankle weights, you know, stuff like that, um, using dumbbells to do workouts, anything that's going to be weighted, um, weight bearing on your body. Um, and then 
if you can, keeping up with plyometrics. Um, if you've ever seen like a baby when they're learning to walk and they like hit, come to the ledge and then they try and take like a step, but they can't get over the ledge and they sit down and crawl over it, right? Well, we get older and then we kind of revert back to that where like we get wobbly and taking steps or going downstairs or whatever. That's hard. Balance is hard. So you know, training. And it's, it's one of the biggest, it's one of the biggest uh, sources of injury over a certain age is, is falls. And you think of a a very elderly person. No, we begin to lose balance as well. So I think that's a really great component to remember. Yeah. And, and maintaining functionality, like you want to be able to function. What do you need to do? You need to pick up something off the ground, put it on your counter. You need to be able to sit to your toilet, get off your toilet. If you kneel down on the ground, you need to be able to get up off of that ground. So it's thinking about those movements that we need to regularly execute in our daily life. I always tell my mom, like, you got to do this. Like, you want to be able to pick up the kids. You want to be able to play with the kids. You want to be able to help them if they fall and and not fall yourself. Like, you've got to learn to do this and we've got to train this or that, you know, like the balance aspect, the kneeling down, the getting up. Right. So it's thinking about the movement that we need in our regular daily life and then amplifying that movement. And what about running? Because typically that's been my go to. But through these last three months, I am focusing more on the strength training mixed with something that's going to raise my heart rate, which is where you talked about the hit or circuit training or some sort of interval training. Once we get over 40, is running still going to do it for us or does it, should it always be accompanied by the resistance training too? So it, again, it depends on your goals. I, I have a lot of clients that are, you know, within this age bracket that are runners and that's their sport. They choose to do marathon. So yes, absolutely use that. Um, for weight maintenance type activity, yes. Um, running, rowing, biking, um, jumping rope, those monostructural movements, that's all going to be really beneficial. Um, maintaining that cardiovascular health, yes, 100%. Get that brisk walk in. Um, you know, get that running in the, um, the impact of running as well, or jumping is also going to promote um, the bone density and the development Mm. of that. So it's important that, um, you know, and, and some people just, they can't. And so in which case, you know, I would not recommend running until they get to a better place. Like for some people, they've got joint issues or, you know, bounding is going to be a little more dangerous for them. Um, And so, you know, biking or something like that, but keeping things moving 100%. And like I said before, like all movement is good movement. So I don't care if you're throwing on your radio and just dancing it out for an hour, like do it. If you like go uh, like deep clean your home and just like rock out to it for an hour, great. That's movement, you know, like get into it, raise your heart rate a little bit and keep moving. And that's really going to be, you know, beneficial to you. And that's the beauty. I don't think it's ever been easier because even in the MetPro app, there are a ton of workouts and it's customized to say, this is the primary focus for the phase that you're in right now, or this is the secondary focus. And right in the app, you go in and I can do in my basement an entire workout, maybe just a few free weights or some bands. I also, we belong as a family to the YMCA, all our family loves going there and they have so many different strengths. They even have pickleball now, which I know is huge. But I they know. Have, 
<laughs> I feel like we need to get out. Do you do pickleball? Everybody's I don't play it. pickleball, but I saw, so my mom lived in this community. Um, she's moving right now, but she, I, the first time I went there, I was like, what is this? Is it like, <laughs> like it's pickleball. I'm like, what is I mean, I know I it's it serious joking. too. I think it was like a sport. I was like pickleball. This is like <laughs> very competitive in certain yes. age. Do you remember? I remember my dad playing squash, and I was like, "What is squash?" Yep. Like, There's so yeah, many but- of those, and I'm glad it's good because my parents for a while they lived in Florida and they played high lie and I don't even know if that's around anymore but yes, it's nice curve. to see <laughs> yes yeah that's it so I know there's great options and from I do like a less mills it's body pump or if yeah. I want more of just like a, a more laid back they I'm not kidding about the silver sneakers if you're in that demographic oh, it no, is fantastic yeah. Yep. I see and also with silver sneakers, a lot of insurance programs will totally cover the silver sneakers. So it's like an added bonus, right? They'll give you like a stipend um, or like a discount or whatever if you if you're enrolled in the silver sneakers program. Um, I've worked so in California when I was in California, um, there were a lot of CrossFit gyms that um, offered silver sneakers programs. So it's they're all over. They're um, great. And actually, yeah. And I own a, a CrossFit affiliate in North Carolina. And I get called a lot, actually, and and they say like, "Oh, do you have silver sneakers?" And I I own a smaller affiliate there, so we just don't have it yet. But the Topsoil Community Center nearby offers it, so I'm always like, "No, but go to Topsoil Community Center. Like, that it's is awesome so great. and it's challenging." Yeah, and you know, it's there's so many different options and ways to move that you know, there's so many groups, there's so many like Facebook accountability things, there's so many online platforms, there's um you know, like so many apps that you can follow along with for a long time, like during pandemic, um, my affiliate, we couldn't be open. And so we led zoom classes for everybody, um, which is great because it's all military anyway. So the people that were deployed could like follow along as well. So wow. it was actually pretty fun. So, yeah, you know, there's so many ways to be involved um, and do stuff, get your kids involved. If your kids are homeschooled and need to do PE, there's tons of options for that. Um, And here again, I think it is another evidence-based defense for MetPro because I could get a a new treadmill or just a general treadmill, maybe a comparable investment to what I would have with MetPro. But during the months that I am invested with MetPro, I am getting nutrition customized to my metabolism. I'm getting invaluable information from a coach, which also brings the motivation. There are ideas within the app and that just multiplies throughout our entire family. And Mm -hmm. then it goes on for the rest of my life, you know, what I learn and what we take away. So it just, I think that helps because we have to look at our schedules. Like you said, each and every one, if it is a busy homeschool mom, I have a friend who has eight children and she homeschools everyone and does not have a free moment to herself. But with having a coach, (laughs) yes, having a coach, it's like, okay, let's look at the margins of your day. Where can we build in? And just to even get it's exciting once you start thinking that way. And like, for example, I never believed that I could really detach myself from the love of chocolate. Well, what has replaced that has been like peanut butter, sunflower butter. I love it. I love it so much. And now I'm like creative, not outside of my program, within the bounds of my program, but I have it at night like as dessert with like hot water. And for some reason, like a a tablespoon of peanut butter and a cup of hot water 
it just like is the best thing ever. And I don't feel guilty and gross afterwards. So yeah, it's just like kind of relearning. I've never had somebody that has actually done the program not succeed. Mm. And on top of that is that investment trickles down to everyone in your family. So like you said, you're doing the cooking. Well, a lot of my clients who are females, they'll be like, well, my husband lost 50 pounds just because I was cooking for him. You know, I believe it. You know what I mean? Or they'll be like, well, my kid is in better shape for, you know, football or whatever it is, because I've been using the same principles and cooking for them. So when you're looking at the investment, especially as somebody with like, you know, with a family, look at it like a family investment because it's true. Everybody's going to benefit from it. It's not and and that's you. what we did when we had that family meeting. It's like this is this is a buy in for all of us. And that yeah. made a huge huge difference. And in fact, my one son, he took my before pictures and it was just, and it's been really neat to see the transformation. One of the themes that we explore a lot on this program is is holy detachment. It's always interesting to explore because on one hand, we don't want to we don't want to be okay if we're not in a great place, like if I wasn't feeling good, just to accept that when I could do something about it, but also not to hold on to the past or something that's unrealistic. One of the most beautiful faces that I have ever seen is the face of Mother Teresa of Calcutta and just the kind of wrinkled, real raw countenance where she had a lifetime of focus on her mission and what she was called to do and serve. And she remains my inspiration. And then living in this world at the same time where I love being a girl and I love girly things and we're bombarded constantly with messages. And I think that's actually one of the other benefits of Matt Pro for me is going back to what I said before, it really makes me grateful every day when I wake up that I have good food that I'm feeding my body, that I'm feeding my family, that I'm making healthy choices, that for a long time, I, I didn't even know how to get out of the cycle that I was in. And I feel in that way, it has impacted all other areas of my life in such a great way. So I just, I guess, want to kind of wrap up with that point. I want to get your go-tos. I have like three that I wrote down, offer these as takeaways. And that would be for me, getting a food scale. That's actually been really great. Being diligent about hydration. I have my gallon of water. I'm a little bit behind because we've been talking (laughs) for a while. And that's what you'll always say. If I had a slip up, you'll say, drink water, drink lots of water. I'm traveling, drink water. And then also um, not eating processed foods. I lo- I'm a potato chip girl. I love chips. Chips are my favorite. But instead, we have macadamia nuts or we'll have uh, walnuts mm-hmm. or something else that even it sounds weird, but even like cucumbers as my chip with salsa because salsa is weird. Yeah, it's good. good. It's got the crunch. <laughs> Who knew? getting my hormones hormones back on track and and yeah. listening to my body. And that also has helped. As you said, it helps me sleep better that I'm able to get up and begin my day in prayer, which is what I seek to do every morning. So all of that, I just kind of wanted to give that as like a little goodie bag of tips that I've learned. And I want to conclude with yours, some cats go-to tips, um, best takeaways. Okay, so I think that health is three-pronged. And so starting at the top, right, your your mental, spiritual health. So address that each and every day. Um, if it's journaling, if it is having a chat with somebody who's close to you, if it's sitting in prayer. And then that really will set your intention, your heart, and your head for the day. 
Um, being prepared, prep your food, have snacks on you. If you know you have like a crazy busy day and you're not gonna be able to get a whole luncheon, okay, fine, pack like eight snacks in your bag so that you have something, healthy snacks. Um, which leads me to the next point, make sure to eat, like you said, whole unprocessed foods. There's always fruit. We live in America, there's tons of fruit accessible, fruit, veggies, you know, something that came directly from the earth as much as possible. And then lastly, move, 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 move. Like even if it's just a walk, if it's anything at all, a 10 minute break, move and get, do it often and enroll your friends, enroll your kids, get the dog, whatever it is, just keep moving. Love it. Thank you. I have a really exciting offer. I'm thrilled that we were able to set up a special offer with MetPro. Usually it's a six month commitment, but this is for a three month commitment. Certainly you can sign up for longer if you want, but for the entire concierge service as an introduction. And in the show notes, I will link up the details, but even just hearing this now, if you go to metpro.co, that's metpro.co under the, how did you hear about us? Just please specify Brooke Taylor that you can get a free consultation, find out what program would be best for you. But again, you'll have that three-month option and you can get started and hopefully optimize everything that God has in store. Get started. I think it would be a great gift as we approach the holidays for sure. Heck yes. And if anybody has any other questions about anything or needs any clarification on anything, my email is cat at metpro.co. Feel free to email me directly, you know, like I will help out however I can. I might not give that out. I'm a little territorial. <laughs> everyone's going <laughs> to have your info. but that, So that's great. So they can reach out to you there. And what about online? Yeah. How can people connect with you? Yes. Um, so social media, I'm C-F-C-A-T um, on Instagram, um, Kat A. Ramirez on Facebook. Um, you have my email. Um, you can also go directly through the MetPro website and just request to talk to Coach Cat with a C, like not a dog, Cat with a C. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, you are beautiful inside and out, and I know this information is invaluable and will bless our listeners. So thank you again so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And you have a great day. Thank you. So many takeaways from that conversation and that our Lord calls us to greatness and that takes work. The best things in life need to be cultivated and labored over to receive the harvest. I talk about this all the time because the greatest work of our life should be our faith, but it takes work to have a good marriage, a strong marriage. Friendships take work. Our health takes work. All of our precious metals do not just lie on top of the earth. We have to dig deep to uncover the diamonds and the gold and the jewels and the pearls that are submerged. We have to work to get to the edible part of a nut or a pineapple or a coconut. And so this is something that has been designed to refine and bring out the best in us, but it's so worth it. So thank you again to Kat for reminding us, inspiring us. Thank you for taking the time to listen. I will link up the shows that I referenced at the top of the program. Also, Kat's email on the show notes, you should be able to see it as well as the information for MetPro. Learn more, get a free consultation, sign up again. Make sure you say Brooke Taylor. You will get that three-month offer and you'll be on your way. On the next program, it's, it feels so great to say that. On the next show, my friend Marna will be with us. She is the practitioner, the owner and founder of, of Vitality Med, and we will 
tackle the hormone issue on the next podcast. A big thank you to my producer. It's been a while since we teamed up. It was so nice to coordinate. Look at new music for our intro, new verbiage for the show. I don't know if you noticed that, but a big thanks to Mark Cumming for his dynamic skills and quick work. Mark is a producer extraordinaire. And so for any audio or video needs that you might have, check him out at cominghomestudio.com. May the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord's light shine upon you and give you peace. God bless you.